I'm gonna show you how to make $33,000 from your home in real estate without buying or fixing a property. It's called wholesaling real estate. It's probably the best thing you ever heard. Intro. So for those of you who's new to the channel, welcome to the Wholesale to Million family. What I do is I do wholesale real estates where you don't buy them, you don't fix them up. All you're doing is you find a distressed property, you lock it up on a contract, and then you assign the contract over to another buyer that's willing to pay you more so you're like a middleman and you get the profit in between. So, and I'm going to share with you the exact step on how I was able to do it and how I get checks like this every single month. How I went from zero to now a millionaire's wholesaling real estates. So the thing is with wholesaling is you don't need a license, all right? It works in every single state. Um, the only states is in Illinois where you can only wholesale one deal a year without a realtor license, all right? So you need to have a realtor license if you wanna do more or you need to partner up with a realtors or somebody that has a license and then you can do as much deal as you want or you can com go completely virtual like I do, which means you can actually wholesale in a different state. So let's just say you're in a state where you feel like, oh, it's too competitive, it's too saturated, or maybe the price of the housing is too high. You know, I'm talking about half a million, 700,000 or a million above. You can actually go into another state if that's what you choose to do. I always recommend people to look into their states first because I believe there's always a low, a medium, and a high. So you want to find that bread and butter. I typically like to stay within a hundred thousand, anything between a hundred to four hundred thousand ARV, is probably the sweet spot. And the populations needs to be around. I would say you gotta be in at least a hundred thousand to five hundred thousand, uh, somewhere in there if you're starting out. Because something, if it's if it's only a population of fifty thousand, you might need to expand because there might not be enough there for you to actually do um, you know, multiple deals a month. For me, how I got this deal is I went on a website called PropStreams. I'm gonna leave the link right below, PropStreams, or go to my affiliate link, um, dealsformenow.com, but I'll leave the link right there or right in the descriptions. Um, if you wanna use, um, if you wanna use the um, affiliate link, you get a seven days free trial. If you don't like it, you can disconnect, but I've been using them for many, many years. They have the number one data to pull distressed property list. So here's the list that I pull. Pre-foreclosure, vacant, high equity absentee owner, 50% or more, and you wanna filter where the house is at least 10 years or older, all right? Um, tax lien or tax delinquents. Um, I also want to pull fail listing. Fail listing means, um, you know, these are expired listing. They listed probably with an agent, but they couldn't sell it. Now it becomes expired, but they call it fail listing. So those are the lists that I pull. Once you pull that list, you take that list over to what's called batch leads. I'll leave my affiliate link down below as well. Batch leads is where you skip trace to find the owner phone number. But so that's options. So the batchleads.io forward slash WTM. Um, or in prompt dreams, they also recently just came out where you can actually skip trace the owner phone number right there on their website. One push of a button, you take the list that you pull, you go to their skip tracing service, one push of a button and boom, you get the seller's info, like their, their phone number. And after that, I take that list, okay, the list of phone number, I'm gonna upload onto call tools. 
Call tools is a dialer. So instead of sitting there pounding one phone number at a time, where you can upload that list and it'll call 10 people at a time. Whoever answer, you get to talk to that person. Whoever doesn't answer, it send them to your voicemail. And then once you're done talking to that person, it rings to the next person that is in line. So that way it's much more efficient. Now listen, these sites cost money. If you don't have any money, then you're just gonna sit there, pound the phone one at a time. Listen, nothing works if you don't. Your results come from the amount of work and effort that you put in. It doesn't come from excuses, all right? We all started from somewhere. When I first started, I did all the freeway. I was driving around for dollars looking for distressed property. I was networking with realtors. These are some ways that you can, right, find uh, good deals. I was networking with realtors, putting ads on Craigslist. I didn't know any of these companies when I first started. I mean, I don't think they, were, they even exist, all right? So I was doing everything, one phone number at a time, just pounding the phone, putting in hours and hours every single day. So once you put in there, it calls. After that, okay, then now listen, for those of you who follow me a long time, um, I don't do any of the work anymore. So the beauty about this deal here is I don't do any of the work. My VA actually does it all, okay? So, but here's how my setup is. So once they upload, they call these sellers. And then it goes to my VA that filter and qualify the leads. So the first phone call, all you're doing is you pre-qualifying your leads. Is the seller motivated? Do they want to get an offer? You know, trying to get something, or, or the motivation from them. Once you got the information that you needed from them, then it's set up to a purchase manager. My purchase manager, some of you call them acquisitions. This is the one that we call back and actually make the offer to the seller and lock the property under contract. So the situation with the seller is that he doesn't want to live in the property anymore. It's too much for him to handle. There's too much work on the property. He wants to move away and move into a smaller place. Okay? So made it, so my VA called back, locked the deal under contract. The seller was not in a rush, and he got so much stuff at the property that he feels like it's going to take him a long time to actually move all the stuff. So we asked him, so how long, you know, what's your time frame as far as in selling and wanting to close? He said he wants six months. So we actually locked this contract up for six months. So my, my point here to you is don't ever be the one that mentioned the number. Don't ever be the one that mentioned the time frame. But always ask. Don't assume. Always ask. Because as a wholesaler, we want to lock it up with the seller for as long as possible. And once we found a buyer, we want to close on it as quickly as possible. So when the seller is not in a rush and we can still get a good deal, that gives us plenty of time to actually, you know, fish the deal and get the best offer we can for the property and not stressing out and trying to close on it quickly. The, now, so once we locked our earnest money deposit with the seller was $250. Seller never even asked about the earnest money. That's how much we put in our contract. So for those of you who don't have any money, it could be $1, it could be $10. That the earnest money is what make the contract becomes legit, okay? Because there got to be an exchange in money. If there is no earnest money, the contract is is not legit. So once we lock up on a contract, you send it to a local title company. We send it to our, our title company to get escrow open. Nothing happens at this time. They just open escrow, okay? And then we went out and we actually fish for our buyers. Now on this particular deal here, if you follow me on Instagram, if you haven't, hit me up on IG, go to Kong, K-H-A-N-G dot, like a period, W-T-M. I actually wanted to make 200 Gs on this deal. 
The reason why is because this house sits on two acres and you can, I think, I think it's two acres. I'm not exactly sure. So don't quote me because my buyer also followed me on Instagram. I didn't know that until the day that we closed, I posted checks and he said, Hey, Con, I, I was the buyer for that deal. Super cool, dude. I never talked to the buyer. All this, all my VAs did all of this. So I, it sits on like an acre or two acres. Okay. So I saw that there was new development in the area and I was going to lock it up on the contract. And then I was going to go through the process of actually subdividing the lots. Right. And I was just going to sell the house and subdivide the lots and then sell the lot one piece at a time. Or I can go through the process, figure out how much lots I can split it up to, and then just sell it over to my buyers. That's what I was going to do. Just sell my, over to my buyer for the whole entire piece. If they want to, you know, fix up the house and then build on the other lots they can. So I, we got to lock up my contract for two thirty-five. dollars Seller calls in. I think the seller once originally won like $300,000 for the property. Lock it up on a contract for two thirty-five. dollars Send it out to my buyers because I knew we were not in a rush. Send it out to my buyers for four thirty-five. dollars Went, hire a wetland specialist. Now for some of you, if you're new into the game, this might be too much over in, too much information for you, but Hopefully, you know, if you ever get to this point, this video will help you out. Listen, when I first started, I didn't know anything about this. 10 years into the game, learned quite a bit. So, um, went through, get the wetland specialist, go out there, and he came back. It took him about a week, in, a week or so. It cost me about, I think, almost I think almost $1,000. I'm not exactly sure. Like I said, my VA did all of this. Um, right around 1000 bucks. came back, and... He said that there's nothing that you can do with the land. It's really wet. Um, there's nothing you can do. You can actually do something with the house and maybe do an add-on, right? Do like an add-on mother-in-law suite or something like that. But there's nothing you, else you can do with the land. So we started to reduce the price. And um, once we, and then we, I think we reduced it down to 300. Then we got a buyer that came, came in. And I think we even lowered down to like 285. Then we got a buyer that came in and offered to, I think, agree on like 268, 268, which is the different, right? 33K. Now, another, once we found, once we got the buyer, then we set up a walkthrough, right? Call the seller, ask the buyer first what time, what day will work for them. We qualify our buyers over the phone, set up the buyer, talk to the seller, seller was okay. And then we had our foot on the ground. Um, the guy name is John. He does some of my showing, not all of my showing, but he does some of my showing. So if you're doing it virtually, or maybe even if you do it in your own states, but you don't want to go out there and do all the showing yourself, I think the best is you need to start networking with other wholesaler, some realtors in the area, or maybe you have friends or family that can actually do it. Um, typically, it costs about 50 bucks, right, uh, for one showing. I mean, that's 50 bucks an hour because typically it only costs about, um, you know, it only takes about an hour. But we end up paying John a little bit more just because his time to travel to get there. So always have someone there to facilitate the showing just to make sure buyer and seller doesn't discuss price or anything like that. So buy went there, buy came back, liked the property, was going to move forward to close on the property. He said he can close on it within, you know, whenever a title is clear, two, three weeks. So the, at this time, seller was in the process of trying to move some stuff out. So we called the seller back and we said, hey, how long it's going to take, this and that. And there was multiple times where the seller wants to cancel the contract with us. He wants to cancel, to cancel the contract because someone, a realtor, came in and told him that he can sell his property for more. 
they can bring him a buy for more uh, for more of what he sold to us for. So he's trying to back down. Okay. And so we, we stand our ground and we told him, we like, hey, we have a, a legal binding contract here. If you, need, if you need time to get your stuff out of the property, we're not in a rush. It seems like we got time. Um, you know, you can continue to do what you need to do. If you need help, we can provide manpower to help you and all that. And he's like, no, no, I just want to cancel. I don't know if I still want to sell. Majority of time when seller back out like this with no legit reason is most of the time because they got a higher offer. So we told him, hey, we got a binding contract. If you want to back out, you would have to pay for all the fees, all the time that we have put into this already. And then that kind of settled, all right? And then a month later, he calls back and he said, yep, this and that. And we really have to get an attorney to actually send him a letter, right, to scare him. And then he continued to move forward. Um, now, the day before we close on, the buyer wants to go out to see the property, and he wants to check to make sure that the seller doesn't damage. So this deal here, we had to lock up with the seller until April. He was able to move his stuff out a lot quicker. And he was um, a lot quicker. So we ended up closing on it sooner. The buyer came out and looked at the property and said, hey, um, a tree just fall on the shop. So obviously, we got to get this issue resolved before I can close on it. Completely understand, right? So we call, call the seller back and told the seller the situation. He's already moved away from the property already and told him exactly what happened. And I told my VA to ask the buyer first, so how much was the damage does he think? And what does, what does it take for him to move forward to, to get this done? Because we need to you know, notify the seller and, and we need to work this in and see if, you know, if this is something we can close on it or not. A buyer was super cool. Buyer said, hey, you know, this tree, I got my contract to come out there. It's going to cost this much, a thousand bucks to take the tree, uh, remove the tree. It's going to cost about a thousand bucks to repair the damage. So it's going to cost about uh, $2,000. So I told my VA to tell the buyer, hey, we're going to cover the $2,000. If, you, if you're going to sign the paper, move forward to close on it because, and then, um, and then we're going to, you know, take care of the situation with the seller. So, um, at this time, I said, you know, we already made a good profit on this deal. I didn't want to bother the seller because seller could call into their insurance, file the claim, or he has to take a reduction on his price. So I said, nope, not a problem. We're just going to move forward to close on the deal. And we close on it. Seller was really happy. Um, and up, he was really happy with it. Um, you know, he, you know, we took care of all his closing costs, all the fees. We make it very, very hassle-free and easy process for him. Um, so he told us, hey, I could have sold this property for more with somebody by KM, but I'm glad that I stuck with you guys and were able to get it done. Buyer was happy. So this deal here, there's a lot of hiccup, but it comes out to a win-win for everybody. Um, if uh, um, Jeremy, I think if you're the buyer, if you're watching this, I wish you the best of luck on this deal. I wish you make a boatload of money on it. And I wish you're able to do something with the wetland where you can actually subdivide and make even more money. Some key thing in this deal here that I want you to understand. One is never be the one that assume or mention a number first or anything. Always ask, right? Even if you have an answer, just ask. Ask your buyer what they want, all right? Okay, and then if you don't know something, maybe um, a, a, a title or something like that, if something you don't know or a situation that you run up and you don't know, always ask your title company, hey, I just got the notice from here, here, here. How can we resolve this? What do we need to do? And typically they will steer you in the right direction. So don't freak out. You gotta understand, when problem comes at you, you make the best decision is when you're calm and relaxed, not when you're freaking out, okay? So make sure, and, and mostly the title company will work with you, try and resolve the problem because how they make their money is the deal has to close. 
that is pretty much it you guys if you have any questions drop it down below I hope this video adds some value to you and give you some kind somewhat of a guidance for you to close your first wholesale deal if you're new to the channel be sure to boom smash that subscribe button if this video add any value to you and if you enjoy it boom show me some love smash that thumbs up take care and I'll see you on the next one ciao